0: We have hurricane warnings approaching Raleigh this weekend. It's time to find out just how strong the foundation of this football team is. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Wolfpack Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Wolfpack. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code College for $20 off your first purchase. Happy Friday to all. As always, I'm Grayson Boone, joined by former Wolfpack defensive tackle Kenton Gibbs. We still have a lot to break down before this Miami team rolls into Raleigh for a weekend showdown, a Saturday night showdown, a primetime slot at Carter Finley. We will start here with Kenton's keys to the Miami matchup.
1: Okay, so the first key is protect the ball, which will lead to protecting the brand. Ladies and gentlemen, it's simple. It's not complicated. It's simple. If you keep the ball away from Miami, if you keep the ball out of their hands, you will win this game. I see Miami as a team that is, for all the things that they are and for all of the ways in which they absolutely dominated um, the the early non-conference schedule, I see them as a team with a lot of holes, a lot of holes. And the, the quickest way to cover those up is to give them short fields or to get to the red zone and turn the ball over when you need to be coming away with points. So protect the ball, protect the brand. One or less turnover. Number two, Robert and I. You gave us a bar would be relevant when your number is called. But well, guess what? I'm calling on the Wolfpack to do the same thing. I'm calling on some of the Wolfpack to show up and show out when your number is called. Somebody other than KC, please, anybody, not named Concepcion or Morris, please give us 100 yards and a touchdown or two touchdowns. You know what I mean? Or more. Or more. If you want to do more than that, I ain't going to stop you. Don't get to two of them things and say that's enough. I need I need more. In the words of Michael Irvin, we want more we need more and last but not least stop with the trick plays Bert. run the dang ball now I know that I just quoted a little bit of a crooked miss to it but that's neither here nor there I'm joking I'm joking don't 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 sue us we don't have the lawyers and we're not worth it I promise the juice won't be worth the squeeze here but run the dang ball that's that's you know at the end of the day I am very 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 much so a believer that if you keep this Miami offense on the sideline and I don't think that they're an offense to be feared but I think it's just best to keep them on the sideline let Tyler Van Dyke go cold and get restless and he's gonna get antsy he's gonna go for a deep shot when he's got somebody underneath that is wide open but if they stay on the field and they keep getting more and more possessions to the point where he's starting to realize wait a minute this game's still close and I can take that drop off he will do that and, and it will be a bad day for us. So we need to run the ball. We need to control the front. I mean, I know that this is a tough task against the Miami front that may be the best that we played all year, but something's got to give. Something's got to budge. We have to do something in terms of not letting teams just tee off on MJ Morris and Kevin Concepcion because they know Oh, wherever ten is, that's where the ball is going. We
0: spoke a little bit about this yesterday with Alex Dono of Locked On Kane. The reason we were able to beat Clemson last week was basically because of two explosive plays and Peyton Wilson. Now, one of those explosive plays was a touchdown. The other one was the first one, or the first one that led to a score because it set us up for a touchdown. We're going to need more of that if we're going to have a chance at beating Miami here, and it's going to take a lot more than just Kevin Concepcion. And of course, we say this every week, but we're faced with the same result every week, and that he's been the only one to consistently show up. And so, yeah. this game is a massive opportunity for a guy like a Julian Gray, a Terrell Timmons, a Keon Lassane, any of the three yeah, tight ends yeah. we have on the roster. I was here. just
1: about to say tight ends, tight ends, tight ends.
0: Michael Allen at the running back slot. Bradley yeah. Rosner. If we need a Rosner sighting in this game, somebody else has got to step up in this game because you can only assume that Miami is going to be targeting nearly all of their efforts in stopping Kevin Concepcion. They know where the ball is going to be going. And so if they're able to stop it, who else can we rely on here? It's got to be someone in a big way. We have to be able to establish drives and the explosive plays are great, but at some point we're going to need to have a seven play drive, an eight play drive, maybe even a 10 play drive. We're going to have to be able to move the ball consistently to keep the pressure on Miami. You, you talk about Tyler Van Dyke and kind of the struggles he's had. We're going to touch here on the defense in just a second. You ha- yeah. you do have to keep him on the sideline. You do have to help your defense out as well. You want You want your defense to be fresh against a guy who's going to be able to sling it around the field all night. You've got to establish a drive and keep that momentum and then ultimately finish that
1: drive with some points.
0: Now flipping over to the defensive side.
1: Yeah, so the first key, here's the thing about Tyler uh, Van Dyke that a lot of people don't realize. For all of the numbers that Tyler Van Dyke has put up, they've been mostly out of conference. If you look at what he has done in the three conference games that they played, which this is a stat that, you know, it surprised me a little bit, but, I mean, hey, it is what it is. I'm sorry, not in the three conference games they played, in the four conference games that they played. Tyler Van Dyke has not had... A single, and I mean this a singular game because he only played in three of those four. He has not had a singular game without at least two interceptions. Not one. We need to not be the first team that he looks like, oh, he's got his stuff together. He's got his act together and it's protecting the ball. No, we need to take it away too. Give me two of them things plus. I need it. I need it. Break out the turnover bone. Give me two plus turnovers on the deck. Number two, this Miami team has been surviving Tyler Van Dyke being blah, being you know kind of mediocre, or, or even being out like he was against Clemson because they have run the ball so well. I mean, there is no if ands, or buts about it. There are multiple points of times that you can point at and say, hey, the only reason they won this game or the only reason they were in this game is because they were absolutely dominant up front in terms of running the football. For example, if you look at the um, if you look at the Clemson game that they played there, that team rushed for two hundred yards in that game. Two hundred. Two hundred and eleven to be exact. Two hundred and eleven yards on the day. I'm telling you right now, if we allow this team to average not darn near six yards per carry, if we allow a 80 yard explosive run like we got from their version of Kevin Concepcion and Brashard Smith, we're gonna run into some problems. We're gonna run into some serious problems. So hold Miami under 125 rushing yards. That's that's gonna be essential. And the last one, make Miami drive the field. We need to pin Miami deep and make them drive the entirety of the field. I mean, the reality is, I have a feeling that this won't be track on on. This won't be a track meet on turf. I got a feeling that this is gonna be a game where field position is definitely gonna factor in. If we can get two or more drives to them starting inside the side of 15, I think we'll be just fine.
0: Last week against Clemson, I said you have to make Cade Klepnik beat you because in in all honesty, I don't think he can as long as we don't beat ourselves. And this game, it feels like like to a certain extent that Miami is like Clemson 2.0. And so I'm going to go with the same thing here. I think you have to make Tyler Van Dyke beat you. And that comes from you have got to be able to effectively stop Miami's run game because that puts all the pressure in the world on Tyler Van Dyke to win this game for them. And... If you have Tyler Van Dyke throwing 45 to 50 times in this ballgame, I like NC State's chances a lot. Because like you mentioned, he has turned the ball over a lot in ACC play. Just two times against Virginia last week in a game where they almost blew it against the Cavaliers. And so Miami has looked kind of all over the map. And when you take out the run game, because they're going to need to establish a run game in order to open up the field for them to be effective against us. If you can if you can hold their run game like we have under hundred twenty-five yards, that puts so much pressure on Tyler Van Dyke to win this game for Miami. And at that point, I think it's advantage NC State. And yeah. something else I want to talk about here the turnovers, like it has been all year, will be super imperative. If we win the turnover battle in this game, it will also be indicative, likely, of the outcome. It's it is pretty much as cut and dry as it gets. If you can turn Miami over without turning yourself over, you have a great chance to win this game at
1: home. So, you know, doing the little things, winning the little things, stopping Miami from doing those little things right, putting Tyler Van Dyke in obvious passing situations. And not only that, potentially getting a lead and making Tyler Van Dyke feel like he's got to press and force things. That'd be great for you.
0: Up next, we're going to get into our Fan Friday, addressing some of our top comments of the week. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Our first sponsor of the day is Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy all the tickets for the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. If you're still in the market for tickets this Saturday night, Miami at NC State, under the lights, primetime slot in Carter-Finley, get over to game time. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You can buy all tickets in merely seconds with just a couple of taps. And with the game time guarantee, you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. And again, Create an account and use redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Coming back at you on this Fan Friday, we will now get into some of our top comments of the week. First one here comes from Jonald one In context of the football season, we've gotten to the point where everyone knows the issues and there's not really any way of changing them. We've got to hit the portal hard for offensive linemen, wide receiver, and a veteran quarterback. All three positions need valuable additions immediately. Regardless of circumstances, beating Clemson's always a good win. Yeah, so I believe I said this in our post-game stream uh, after beating Clemson the other night, but at this point of the season, the issues that we've had are well-documented, and it's just at the point of the year where you're just going to have to find ways to manage some of the things we've struggled with all year. Mm-hmm. There is no direct fix for you know some of the offensive line struggles or some of the wide receiver struggles or maintaining a drive X, Y, Z. You just got to find creative ways to manage them from here on out. And to an extent, I thought we did a good job of that against Clemson. We saw more explosive plays than we had seen a couple weeks prior. And the defense too, I thought the defense played an excellent game against Clemson. A lot of Ben don't break, But coming up with those big two turnovers ultimately made the difference. And, you know, the point on the transfer portal here, yeah, certainly we'll need to do some shopping in the offseason. I think as the season goes on, it maybe sheds a little bit more light on the the additions that will need some attention. But just going to have to continue to fight with what we got here these last four games.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, in the words of a poet and philosopher, Sada Baby, um, we can't make amends to smooth it out. So we just move about it. You know what I mean? That's just, we we can't make amends or smooth out what's going on here with this offensive line, with the wide receiver situation. This is just who it is, right? Like we're not proud of it. We're not happy about it, but you're right. It is what it is.
0: Next comment comes from our guy, Andy. He says, if we don't beat ourselves, no one on our schedule should beat us. And I think this Clemson win is a perfect example of that. NC state did not beat themselves and they were able to beat an opponent like Clemson. And sure, I know there's been a lot of talk about Clemson this week. you got Tyler from Spartanburg calling Dabo lighting up his phone lines. And I did I not tell you if NC State won that game, the turmoil you would see down there in, in the land of orange. But yeah, it, it's the perfect example. If NC State plays their game, they execute at a, a decent to high level. They don't turn the ball over. They don't beat themselves defensively in terms of allowing big chunk plays. You see what they're capable of. They're capable of beating a Clemson. They're very capable of beating Miami. It's just you're yeah. going to have to continue to play your game, and you can't afford to get out of that.
1: No, I absolutely agree. I mean, this is this is just one of those things, you know, in terms of, hey, if we don't beat ourselves, no one on the schedule can beat us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I find it very hard to believe that anybody – I will say this. Miami is the one team that I think – Talent wise, man for man, big on big. If they play their best game, we play our best game, they win. However, yeah. however, I don't think I've seen Miami play a game where I'm like, oh my God, like this is a, a crate this team is insane all this year, except for against Texas and them. And what do I always say? You play your one best game of the year and your worst, one worst game of the year. And everything in between that is really who you are. I think that they played their best game of the year against the Aggies. And I think from here, like we've seen who they are in conference play, because yeah, it's easy to shoehorn um, Temple, Bethune Cookman, etc. But I mean, when every other game looks like it's it's a fight for your life in terms of uh, conference play, yeah, I, I do agree that you know I I'm hard pressed to believe that if we play our best, there is um, a lot of team a ton of teams on this schedule who we would lose to if they also played their best games.
0: Yeah, and conversely, I think NC State has already played their worst game of the year, and that was against Duke. Duke I yeah. don't think we've played our best game of the year yet. So, no, no. whether it's Saturday night or in these next couple weeks, we have yet to see the, the ceiling of this team be hit. And so, we certainly hope yeah. we see it this Saturday against Miami. Next one comes from Mr. Big Bad Wolf. They say one thing is worth mentioning is Dave is tying Earl Edwards' record and against a Dabo Swinney-led team. I've been a big critic of Dave, but to win at homecoming against Clemson is a feather in his cap. The yeah. offensive line has to show up and own the line of scrimmage against Miami. They do, and we win. Yes. Now, that's an extremely tall task for this Miami front, both offensively and defensively. Their, their guys in the trenches are pretty stout on both sides of the ball, but I do think it's it is about that cut and dry. If NC State can find a way to win the line of scrimmage, you will subsequently win this ball
1: game. Absolutely. Absolutely. I 1,000% agree. This game is, is going to be about the line of scrimmage on both sides. Miami has a very good offensive line, and that's how they've done a lot of good things in terms of running the ball and whatnot and kind of taking over for Van Dyke, making some bad decisions from clean pockets. But the reality is if we can win up front, if Davin Van, uh, C.J. Clark, Cleveland, Savion Jackson, et cetera, can get home and make things happen, if our backers can get home, and make things happen, um, this will be a, a really tough game for them. And, of course, offensive line-wise, if we can stop their defensive line, I have no doubt in this. I that Like, that would be a no-doubter for me. If Bain doesn't go off, if, if the other guys that they have over there, Leonard Taylor and company, don't go off, I have no doubt in my mind that, that NC State not only wins, but they could potentially roll in that case.
0: And, actually, last point here uh, with Doran tying Earl Edwards' record. So he's tied for all-time program wins at NC State. The one team in the ACC that Dave Dorn has not beaten yet is Miami. So that'd be quite a quite a bit of poetic justice if he's able to knock off the Hurricanes Saturday evening. Last mm-hmm. one here from Logan Jackson. He says, with all the love, fellas, please take some for the team and continue to pick against the pack. Need that mojo <laughs> going forward. Well, we'll touch a little bit on it here, but we're also about to give our final thoughts and predictions. You might have heard them yesterday with Alex Dono. Uh, in our locked on cross we gotta do what you gotta do and i think uh i think you're gonna hear that from kenton and i in just a second but if it works it works it's only weird yep. if it doesn't work we gotta do yeah. whatever we gotta do to get this dub and so we will we will certainly keep up the uh the reverse psychology Logan we promise you that
1: put your rally caps on boys put your rally caps on right like it, it makes no sense it 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 doesn't it's one of those things that's like does that really check out but you do it anyway so we're gonna keep picking against the pack we're going to keep picking against them because we need the reverse psychology. We need them knowing, hey, hey, Tony Gibson, people are saying that your hair is whack. How about that? How about that? You know, I'm just saying, hey, Coach Dorn, people are saying that you're too vanilla and that when you turn the spice up, you turn it too far. You don't know moderation. How about that? Anai, they said that nobody relevant is showing up because you're not relevant. How about that? So, how? We're being mean to you guys now. Please win. Please. Whatever we got to do. do. Absolutely.
0: We're going to round this thing out in just a moment after a quick word from our sponsors. Our second sponsor of the day is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is simply the most fun you can have this fantasy football season. But with basketball season now here, you can also pick combo projections across football. And basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, for example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three pointers made and receptions. If you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Scholes, you can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community. PrizePix even offers a reboot policy so your entries stay in play even if your players get injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. So go to prizepix.com slash lockedoncollege and use code lockedoncollege for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, prizepix.com slash lockedoncollege and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks. Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. Rounding out our Friday show here, you may have heard some of our words yesterday on the Locked On crossover episode with Alex Dono in giving our final thoughts and predictions for this Miami game Saturday night. Kenton, anything additionally you want to add to
1: this? No, not really, not really. This is a game with a high boomer bus factor. You know, I I talked about uh, Peyton Wilson earlier in the, on another podcast. Uh, it was a Notre Dame podcast. They were asking about Clemson and what it was like playing and all that, and, and so I I want to you know say the say this right. I said Peyton Wilson as a uh, as a prospect, high boom potential. If he stays healthy, if you get a healthy, no kidding here, if you get a healthy five years from Peyton Wilson, at least one of those years will be either Pro Bowl or All Pro at least one with that being said, and the other four are going to be very high level as well. With that being said, um, there is a chance that, you know, things go wrong with the shoulders and it doesn't work out. I feel the same way about this game. There is a very good chance for NC state to do it, to, to win this game. There's a very good chance for NC state to win this game. There's also a chance that their D line just overwhelms us. You know, we, we struggle all over the place and we kind of can only score when our defense creates a short field which I think they will multiple times. Um, and so I'm picking Miami 27-20. I,
0: I do see a lot of disadvantages in some of the matchup, mostly with that being the Miami defensive line against the NC State mm-hmm. offensive line. Now, the Miami offensive line has also been pretty sturdy this year, and so I will certainly have my eye on our defensive front and some of the blitzes we can run to put the pressure on Tyler Van Dyke because ultimately we have got to make him sweat all night on Saturday. We've got to force yeah. him into some bad decisions, some costly turnovers, and giving up a lot of field position. This game will be heavily dependent on field position, time of possession, and the turnover battle. If NC State can win two, maybe all three of those, they put themselves in a great position. As I mentioned earlier, they also need to sustain drives. The explosive plays are great, but you also have to do the mundane sometimes. Sometimes you got to put together a nine-play drive that maybe results in just a field goal. You've got to maintain that consistency, getting those points on the board as well. And of course, we're going to stick with the theme. It worked last week. Can't afford to switch it up. We're going to stay with the reverse psychology. Now, transparently here, I do think Miami can win this game. I also think NC State can win this game, but I'm going to stick with my score of Miami 24 to 20. That'll do it for us here on Friday. Again, another great week from the listeners. Thank you all so much for the support, the viewership, The likes, the comments, the subscriptions, happy and grateful for it all. Looking forward to keep this thing rolling. We got men's basketball coming up on Monday. We'll give you a a brief preview for that game coming up on Monday's episode. And, of course, as always, we will have a live feed following this Miami game Saturday night. It will be another late one. We got the 8 p.m. time slot. Stay up with us. We'll have a lot to say about it, good, bad, and everything in the middle. So be sure to join us on YouTube live following the game. We will see you all there. Until then, go Pack.
1: Go Pack.